Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Alright everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In today's episode I'll be talking with Amanda Berglund, the founder of the award-nominated Swedish skincare brand Esther by Sweden. In the episode Amanda will share her behind-the-scenes stories of creating a natural skincare brand and we will also dive deep into a discussion about kind cosmetic ingredients and what it truly means to be sustainable. These are very interesting topics indeed so without further ado let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Thank you. So exciting to have you on as well. Perhaps we could start from your story first, if you would like to share a little bit about your background and what led you to found Esther by Sweden. Sure, sure. I'm Amanda Berglund. Uh, I'm born and raised in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. And I would say I come from the communication spectrum. I love to write and express myself. In writing, as well as crafting clay masks, (laughs) I've got uh, a master's degree in sustainable development at Uppsala Uni and got into the entrepreneur world a couple of years ago. And I find it extremely fascinating, this developing sort of my own business. I've worked a lot as a digital communicator in several different offices and positions and uh, it has its charm obviously like it, it's uh, of course a safety to have like a full-time job and uh, a lot of nice people and everything but what I found out is well, about myself is that I am the most happy when I work with something that I've created that comes from my own imagination or experience I think I've gathered a lot these last couple of years and to create my own routines and way of working and so on people are complex creatures and I, I think uh, we have a lot of different moods and some of us kind of need to modify our schedule from it. But when I studied my master in Uppsala, I also took a course called Environmental Care, where we went out into the woods and dug a lot in the ground. And the whole city of Uppsala is more or less built on glacial clay. So I have one product, a clay mask, which I launched like less than a year ago. So I'm completely new. (laughs) I got the idea just pretty much by accident. Myself, I'm a skincare enthusiast. That pretty much came from me having incredibly difficult skin as a teenager, like we all do, you know. So I had pretty many problems with acne. Uh, Looking back now, I wouldn't say it was that bad, (laughs) but uh, it was really bad on my self-esteem and everything. So we tried everything, pretty much like from creams to green tea on your face and doctors and everything. And it ended up with me starting on this medication called Rakuten, which is quite strong. And I became incredibly dry instead. So from being like hormonally, you know, oily, (laughs) I became incredibly dry. So I've always had quite, you know, a problem skin, more or less. So, you know, I've always been enthusiastic and that's been coming from me buying a lot of products. So the idea pretty much came to me. I was sat in one of our 
student bars in Uppsala. I just spoke to people about how I wanted to create something myself. And, you know, that merge is my passion for entrepreneurship and my enthusiasm for skincare. And of course, to try and create something from the start. And that from the start thinks about giving back to earth, more or less. And I never begin easy. That's just not in my DNA. I don't know why. So I got the idea to sort of dig up clay glacial clay that Uppsala is more or less built on so it's everywhere there and dry it and grind it into a powder and clean it and make it an ingredient you know once you're down there in like a four meter deep hole you can really see the you know the sediments of time there it's absolutely beautiful so I thought why not try and use this in skincare so I dug it up like 40 kilos brought it back home (laughs) or brought it back home and uh Took it to Stockholm Uni, you know, after I've dried it up in chunks in my basement (laughs) where I grounded it so that we can test it and later on clean it. But this process, it was fun, but it was very time consuming and pricey in the end. (laughs) But the main vision was to give back to Earth. You know, what you take is what you give back, more or less. So now the main ingredient, you know, except from cowling clay, the white kind clay, is wild silver birch sap from Jämtland in Sweden and in Finland, widely grown. So apart from my profit that I make from Nordic Chill, which is the name of this mask, goes to climate initiative called Absorb, and they plant trees in Sweden and, and Balticum. So that's kind of the, the history. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a story, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> of how it all started, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and obviously congratulations also about the nomination in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards. Thank you. Yeah, so exciting. We're getting really close to the awards now these weeks, so it's exciting times, definitely. Quite a story that you were in the university and this is what you found and just started making your own product and everything. Would you like to share a little bit about, let's say, sustainable development? Because this is really what you've been studying. How do you see it come alive these days and what should happen in the future, perhaps? And how is Nordic Chill also part of it? Yeah, like living in Stockholm is quite exciting when it comes to like being an entrepreneur. A lot of incubators and accelerators and uh, a lot of like in investment programs, they are very focused on sustainable brands. Sustainability, like it's a massive term, but it's simply meeting our own needs without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. Mm. In addition to, you know, natural resources, we also need social and economic resources. Sustainability is is not just environmentalism, but that's probably the most um, important part, at least, least, you know, in my mind right now. And it's the most talked about we're coming towards the two degree or one and a half degree limit, which is um, pretty scary, actually, because a a few years ago, like all the scientists said, like, if we reach two degrees, it's going to be like a lot of melted ice and a lot of more water, more extreme weathers. And it's going really, really fast. But uh, we're not going to get depressed now. But uh, embedded in most definitions of sustainability, we also find concerns for social equity and economic developments. So there are three pillars, uh, you know, the society, environment and economy that should live in harmony with each other. That's what sustainability is, being stable, (laughs) more or less. But the sad truth, however, is, you know, it seems to be, you know, that short term gains for big corporations are winning the race mostly because they are the ones with the money and has been doing so for generations. Um, 
But I don't know, I see a greater general awareness today from the general public and obviously from the new generation that's coming that are incredibly informed, way more than I was when I was 15. You know, I was only <laughs> thinking about my skin then. <laughs> but um, where does Nordic Chill come in? Like all the products in this award is locally crafted. The birches are coming from Jämtland in, in Sweden. And that's also where my manufacturers are. But I hired a chemist and uh, pretty much my goal or demands, she would probably say, was that the mask would not, you know, dry and uh, leave your skin unmovable, but also that the ingredients was going to come from Sweden and Finland, quite close to where I am. So it's pretty much five oils that derive from the fields of Sweden, more or less. Like I said before, the main ingredient is uh, bird sap. And for that vision of my giving back to the earth, the earth that I'm taking from, I am cooperating with this climate initiative called Absorb. It's also a startup in Sweden, and they are planting trees in uh, Sweden and Balkan. So part of my profit, I feel, would go there. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're not cutting down trees, <laughs> you know, generate this sap, but you can never have too many trees. The main vision since day one is, you know, to try and give back. Mm, that's definitely where the circle comes together as well then. So what are your thoughts about the future of beauty industry? I mean, obviously, you started your own, own company as well, and you see the nature really closely. But what do you think about the beauty industry? The future of beauty industry? Uh, honestly, I believe more custom-made skincare is around the corner, actually. Uh, I am always rather careful when people ask me about you know, how to use Nordic Chill. It's incredibly individual, what you prefer and what your skin likes and how long it should be on and so on. So your skin is like a fingerprint, I think, like, and your DNA is, you know, just you. And so is your skin. So I believe, you know, that's the future. Personally, you know, looking back, I have gone to face peeling treatments that probably did worse for my skin than good. I've listened to experts talking about, you know, generally about acids and what they're good for. Gone to buy something which in the long run may mess up my microbiome and instead of preparing my skin for aging. So a lot of skincare is general, of course, these days. And you have like, you know, 10 to 20 different bottles in your cabinet. Many of them you might not, okay, this didn't do anything for me. This didn't do anything for me. So I think uh, more personalized skincare, you know, you can go and you can take like a DNA test and you can get like a little bit of information about like, okay, so how, what kind of skin do you have and how you can use skincare from that information yeah i mean obviously science is huge and technology in general is huge in all areas of life these days so would make only sense that we will have it also in the beauty industry Mm, yeah absolutely well if we talk a little bit about the nordic chill and your ingredients and how to use the mask and what amazing things it does to the skin would you like to share a little bit deeper about the ingredients? Like how do they affect the skin? Totally. Yes. You know, kaolin clay. It's a very white, gentle clay. You know, it's rich in minerals that work, you know, to detoxify the skin and balance uh, the sebum production. And it's a very cleaning clay as well. And that's really what I wanted with Nordic Chill. So it's a wet clay mask from a jar. And another part of my demand, what I said before, was... Um, that it's not going to dry out your skin and you can't move your skin. This one doesn't really dry. It it sinks in. What's in there is, uh, you know, 
a lot of oils <laughs> and you know bird sap that I talked about but um the oils are very rich in vitamins and antioxidants that pretty much generate a glow and also help prevent blemishes and wrinkles and acne I want a really nourishing oils and uh, they are canola and sunflower oatmeal and raspberry camelina and that's it yeah sunflower has pretty much been used a lot in folk medicine and it has something called linoleic acid which is the uh, predominant fatty acid in, in sunflower oil and they can you know improve your skin barrier function and it like it lubricates it softens it smooths so pretty much every single oil of this has this sort of moisturing feeling to it so they sink into the skin and pretty much leaves a a film if you will on your skin that doesn't really dry so what i like to do is when it's kind of sunken in is to peel it off i'm t- <laughs> I'm, make, I'm doing the movements now but <laughs> Uh, but like with circular movements with your with your fingers so that it kind of peels off and that's the cleaning sort of personality of it and then after that you can put like a damp warm cloth on and just kind of dab it off and as I said a lot of people ask me like how long should you have it on that totally depends on your skin like if you're sensitive maybe you should only have it on for like 10 minutes and not let it you know sink in all the way and you know since it's clay it's a very gentle clay and everything, but it's still a clay and it sucks pretty much the uncleanliness. <laughs> if you have sensitive skin, that could also be a little bit tingly. And why I used the bird sap, it's because it contains of proteins and enzymes and, you know, and minerals and antioxidants and three different kinds of sugars, xylitol, fructose and glucose. And works, you know, to also nourish and tone and refresh, you know, and also like to purify and detoxing. I really wanted my my first product to be very working for everyone. And uh, I've gotten really nice reviews from a lot of people. Exciting thoughts. I don't know if you had any other information to share about the, the ingredients. Well, uh, you know, there's also some raspberry rich in, um, in essential fatty acids. And uh, it has some vitamin E and vitamin A. And it's an exceptional, like anti-inflammatory, it has anti-inflammatory properties and uh, it makes it really suitable for skin, prone to rashes and stuff. So many people that have been using it that has a little bit of um, blushing have really, really liked this because it kind of, it soothes. Mm, Really like a calming one. It's very calming. Uh, And it's actually, the name Nordic Chill is double (laughs) in the meaning because like, obviously like it's a calming mask, like it doesn't really have any like active ingredients, like it's uh, kind and calm and, you know, chill. And it's also quite chilly, actually. So when you use it, it can feel a little bit cool. No idea how that happened (laughs) because it was nothing that I, again, like you, you plan on something and then something just happens and that's nice, you know. Obviously, for some people may feel it, some people might not feel it. Um, but most people that have been trying it, like, oh, what's the what's the cooling tingling that I get? So it's been working really well as an after sun. Yeah, and I love this. The natural products they can be used as multi-use products really easily as well for different things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it works for everyone, which is I think is a good like personality in a in a first product. I really would love to have a series, obviously many series, but um. You know, since I'm doing this all by myself, it's, uh, you know, it, it needs to be like one in one product. And then probably in a couple of years, it will go a bit faster. But uh, I'm really proud of it. Very happy. 
And I only sell it on uh, my website pretty much right now. I'm starting to look for uh, resellers and distributors in Europe and in Sweden, obviously. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering one thing, since your product is vegan and cruelty-free, of course, quite interesting to see that a lot of brands are using these words very differently. I don't know if you would like to share your opinion about vegan and cruelty-free as claims for different products. Why was this very important for you, for example? Well, I think it's just the new sort of way of creating stuff. Like, I don't think we need that many like animal products in like I didn't see how that would be needed in in Nordic chill like most fatty acids and um, conservative uh, ingredients like uh, how to you know keep it a little bit more durable and <laughs> um, for example like cetyl palmitate that's an, like an ester of cetyl palmitate or palmitic acid it's not palm oil <laughs> But it's a thickener, an emollient that helps to smooth the dry skin. And uh, ingredients that contain cetyl palmitate are naturally occurring, you know, fatty acids. A fatty acid can also come from the animal kingdom, but in Nordic chill, it's derived from plants. So I don't know, like uh, I'm a vegan myself or a vegetarian, mostly vegan, but sometimes I eat some cheese and it just wouldn't make sense <laughs> for me to have some animal products in in my mask or in any of my products more or less uh, so i think it's mostly a personal thing actually but yeah it's amazing to see that there are all kinds of ingredients that have been used before there is more or less plant alternatives nowadays so yeah exactly and i think it's getting more modern like to be vegetarian like maybe like 10 years ago it was like Ugh, people are vegan like you know it becomes way more normalized and i, I really like to see that But if anyone is interested to go in and see like all the ingredients and uh, what they do and where they're from and everything, I have a full ingredients list on estebysweden.com because, you know, you see the inky and it's like ascorbyl palmitate, uh, sorbitan, but like, it's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Tocophenol, you know, it's uh, all these different words. And um, it's like, yes, great. I can see what's in there, but what is it? So, yeah, I have a full list and also, you know, the vision and... Um, A little bit of my story because it's it's really easy to get like down and personal when it's just you <laughs> you know so I really want if I start hiring people or getting more people involved and I really still want to have that personal sort of connection to both the customers but also to the branch yeah and I think it's very trendy nowadays to be very personal and also transparent about everything such as the ingredients Obviously, when you have natural products, it's even easier to open it, what what everything is. So definitely, I suppose we can also find all kinds of information on the website. What about where people can follow your journey and get to know more? Everything's on there. Um, most photos I've taken myself. I really got deep and down into like bringing Esther or Nordic, <laughs> Nordic Chill with me, like the jar on my journeys or my travels and uh, on my Sunday walks, <laughs> you know, like pretty much all of them have I've like taken myself like on Instagram and everything just to, you know, it's it's really fun to start opening up those, I wouldn't say artistic eyes, but, uh, you know, camera 
camera lenses as eyes more or less <laughs> instagram is more or less the channel where where it's easiest to find you yes uh my activity goes up and down but i always try and you know put out a, an ad more or less every week and every time something happens it's up there so if you want to follow and see what happens and how esther will grow you can just follow me on esther by Sweden. amazing i will link all the handles below in the show notes oh that's great so whoever is excited now can click directly from there but I would like to thank you for this amazing chat and wish you all the success for the awards. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!